get the Pinot ready, because it's turd time. Life isn't all reality TV, but it should be. Everyone calls me Odie, like the dog on Garfield. The only difference is, I actually talk, and I'm not quite as stupid. Welcome to Bravo and Beer. Moving on upstairs. It's a whole new world for me out here. It really, really is. Out of the basements. Out of the basements and into the streets. Out of the basements and into the streets. Um, So are we starting off talking about Brian's uh, cool baby pictures or baby videos? Is that what our show (laughs) is going to be about? I thought you two assholes would appreciate the baby ripping off of ripping the bib off like Hulkamania. And that's why I sent it. I don't just send baby pictures to people. Mm. I did it specifically because I thought you're trying Hulkamania. to find a loophole to show other people, your baby pictures and still no one cares. Sorry. I don't need to find a loophole. People beg me for my baby. pictures. <laughs> I, get, I get letters in the mail from random strangers <laughs> asking for baby pictures. Just mail them out. Yeah. I, I mail them out with a self-addressed envelope. I, I tell them, where she's going to be when I pick her up for her full name. Uh, I mail them a toy that she likes. I Do you guys get her. random text messages from political campaigns like, hey, this is Jessica. Are you concerned about riots in the street? And then like... No. All the time. <laughs> I get them, all I get them for, again, for both sides. Yeah, Actually, like, all, all sides. I get libertarian ones too. I'm yeah. like, where did this come from? Click here for more information. <laughs> like, all right. I got, a, got I one got from uh, Robert... Robert Reich laying out like all this shit about Trump. And I just texted back. It's time to stop the Biden riots. And I, I got a text <laughs> back. Like, I understand your concern. <laughs> uh, I got a call today, non-political call three times. This guy called first time. I'm like, ah, okay. I don't recognize the number. Hang up. It's an LA number. So then I, he ca- like calls back and I'm like, okay, this person called back to back. I guess I'll pick up and see what, what they're calling about. And it's a guy who's like, hello, hello. And he has this radio on so loud in the background, I could not understand him. And I'm like, what do you want, sir? And he's like, who is calling? And I'm like, you call me. <laughs> and then I listen to the voicemail and the voicemail is two minutes of loud background radio. And then he you're called the wor- again. He called me the, again. You're the worst spam caller ever. Uh, <sighs> I actually, I know this is riveting uh, radio. Uh, I was getting spam calls like three years ago from the same guy, but he was pretending to be different people. That's and it awesome. was driving me, and it was like calling me from the same you know area code, the first three numbers, but then the last <laughs> four would be different, and I would block it, and then I ended up blocking like twenty five t- different numbers. And he kept calling. He's like, "This is Joe. This is Dave." And it was like a different <laughs> process. Like, what the fuck? It's driving me crazy. Maybe he's just in love with you and doesn't know how to tell you. <laughs> he went about it the wrong way. <laughs> um, I So as I told these gentlemen, we'll see if this podcast is shorter. I am, uh, I am low energy. I'm like a low flush toilet today because aptly I have a, uh, some sort of stomach bug for the last couple of days. It sucks and my stomach is cramping and hurting. But I will still do... The Bravo beer bong, then that's all. So I was going to talk about this. Oh, you trying to back out of the beer bong because you have a moldy I'm sick bong? of them. I think we need a reason to do them. We don't just do them at the start. We of the dedicate show. them to people. Well, we need like to have at least a, 
want a new five-star review or something. And if we don't get it, we don't do it. Cause I, I'm I think, sick of beer bonging fucking shitty beer. And I'm not well, Rico's, that's Rico's on the right track. Beer. I think Rico's yeah, on not, the right track. I mean, I had the idea at the beginning of this that we could like bet each other beer bongs. And if you lose yep. the bet, you got to bong a beer. But what would we bet on every week? What, which person is going to be uh, left off of 90 day when it comes back? <laughs> how long, how long a chef will last? I don't know. We'll have to figure that out, but I think we need a new, after this week, like I have my Coors Light here. I have my uh, somewhat sterilized beer bong with uh, 50% less mold. Oh, so nice. What did you do with it? I, I just tried the, I, I don't know that there's any less mold at all. I'm just saying that <laughs> um, I tried the boiling water again. I don't think it did anything. So uh, it's sterilized mold now. Yeah. Super strong. It's like the staph infections, you know, people get where they're like, this is super staph. It's like like super yeah. AIDS. Rico's giving himself That's super mold. probably what you have, Brian. Speaking of... Does super AIDS start in the gut and work its way up? It I was does gonna if joke. you have COVID at the same time. I was going to yeah. joke, is balding a comorbidity? <laughs> I don't, if it is, it's been uh, happening since I was 16. That's why I had this well, morning personality. But you haven't had COVID since you were 16. So now How do you know I'm not typhoid to... Mary of COVID? How do you know I'm not the bat that people ate? I mean, despite the logical inconsistencies with <laughs> well, that there's, theory. <laughs> yeah, there's other problems there. How do you know I didn't fuck the bat that those people <laughs> ate? <laughs> this Brian, he's going on another vacation to fuck bats in China. I don't know why he loves <laughs> it so much. Does it every January. <laughs> I didn't even know they had tours to do it, but apparently you can fuck 16 different types of bats in China. You don't even have to go to the caves. They just keep them. They bring them right to you in the hotel room. It he wasn't demanding bat. we call him the bat fucker. He's trying <laughs> to start his own chant. Bat fucker, bat fucker. <laughs> he's, he's starting a cult, and he's got 17 members already. <laughs> uh, best cult ever, by the way. Least aggressive cult at least no no child molesting no uh no branding people like in the nexium cult which i haven't watched that show the Vow yet. i hear it's uh riveting on hbo about the right. nexium cult all right i'm taking off my headphones Let's get this, this done <sighs> bravo beer bong here we go bravo beer bong you know actually I just bonged a Chinese beer. I bonged a Singtao. That was so not bad. Automatic. That was actually the best one yet. And you want to stop doing them. Just well, when you're perfecting my mind your craft. After that glorious experience. It's like having kids. Right when you get at the peak of your abilities to fuck, you have a kid and you're like, well, that's over. Went out on top. That's how you got on top, Rico. Not like uh, you trying to go out on top last week early. Huh? Wasn't that huh? Maybe I'm, I I'm confusing with another podcast. Low, surprisingly, uh. high energy Brian, I thought was not funny. Low energy Brian, even less funny. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get the just right energy. Always, always leave them sad and angry is the way I like to do my comedy. Uh, all right. So did you, did you guys catch up or watch? I know Odie said he watched two episodes of 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After, the greatest show in the history of 90 Day Fiance. Do you want to know how committed I am to this podcast? You watch every episode of it to oh, catch up? No. So I was on season, I had already watched uh, seasons one through three of Happily Ever After. Mm -hmm. And I was on season six, just 
like a while ago that I never kind of Wait, finished. Wait, the most recent season, season five of Happy Ever After. Uh, yes, if you would s- shut up, I would explain to you what that's, I did. That's not my brand. So I watched the tell-all of season six because Colt and Larissa were on season six of just regular 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. Uh, so I, I skipped like the last seven episodes of that. So, but I watched the tell-all, so I kind of saw that. Then I watched entire season four of Happily Ever After, and then I watched the first four episodes of season five, Happily Ever After. Wow. So that's been a lot of 90 Day Fiance in the last week. All right, and to my point, though, Odie's seen two of this season, you've seen four. Is it not the greatest 90 day you've seen. I mean, the cast is ridiculous. They're all hateable. They're all ridiculous. I mean, Colt, that is giant man tits. Uh, it's just, it's too amazing. I don't know. Season four was really, really good. And the uh, family Chantel is always a favorite for me because they, they really get my blood boiling. <laughs> I get so angry with them. And, oh, just... I would have had so much to say on each episode of that, but so the one, I don't know, are we just talking about 90 day or are we going to, just... well, we're not all caught up on it yet. So I just wanted to, I just wanted to get your first impressions on it. Cause once you're caught up, there's so much to come. There's trips to Moldova. There's uh there's Jess and Colt and Larissa getting surgeries. There's, it's all sorts of goodies that are going to be dropping into your baskets. Oh, I, so, I, so yeah, my I'm, favorite favorite part about I was I watched the first two episodes and I watched a little bit of uh, the latest episode, so it was c- kind of a weird perspective to see that. But anyway, still still awesome. But one one of the greatest scenes so far, I think it's episode one or two, probably episode one. And Colt is uh, he's lifting in his garage. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was like the start of the episode. <laughs> and his mom comes out and like. <laughs> Try, tries to pick up a weight and almost <laughs> falls over. And he is cool. just so fat. So He's fat. So grotesque. Oh, at some point, uh, I'll spoil this for you because it's over the internet anyway, but he gets in a Speedo. And oh, it's God. every yeah. everything glory. It's a waterfall of disgusting white flesh that you can never unsee. So season four was so good because Larissa all the time would make fun of how fat he was. Yeah. And he's, he's like, there's one part where she's like, when, when pigs... Where he says, when pigs fly, and she's like, like a fat pig, like Colty. <laughs> she says everything ending in E. <laughs> yeah. She's marvelous. Uh, it's so um, good. And the whole the fact that he lives with his mom can't be overstated enough that he has a deep relationship. She's his best friend. I don't know if he has any other friends at all. Uh, not to mention that Paul and uh, uh, his Brazilian love, I can't remember her name right now, but Paul is the yes. one I was sending you guys memes about who oh, runs. Carini. Carini, yeah. So Paul's the one you could find memes of him running off into the woods. <laughs> yeah, I saw that, I that season. <laughs> I've seen him before. Yeah, I saw half of his season. He's ridiculous. Uh, I mean, clearly on the spectrum. And you know what he is, by the way, what he was convicted of and why he can't get a job ever is because he's he got arrested for arson. Yeah, well, that was on one of the seasons. I think that was when he first. That was when he went over to Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. So him and Colt are actually under um, kind of like sneaky giant assholes. Like when you first meet them, you're like, Paul, oh, he just like the the dorkiest guy ever. He wears like his pants are hanging halfway down his ass and (laughs) he. Carry, he takes like a mosquito net to sleep on a uh, boat does, or whatever. Does not like, have great posture. Just put yeah, that out. But then he's like the biggest asshole ever. 
Um, same thing with Colt. When you first meet him, you're like, Colt, this guy lives with his mother. He must be, you know, complete tool, but he's probably really nice. No, no. He's such an asshole. And yeah. in the season six tell-all, he was getting into it with one of the other couples. I forget the guy's name. He was like a real estate agent and he married this 19 year old Mexican that was actually really, really good looking. Yeah. And Colt's trying to say, well, you're just jealous of us. (laughs) His mind's blown. He's like, what could I possibly be jealous of? You live with your mom. You're not successful. And it was was fantastic. Stop hitting your bottle cap, by the way. It's super loud. Uh, Yeah. It's Colt is absolutely the biggest asshole on the show. And again, I can't spoil it. We'll talk about it more when you get up to it. But he's an even bigger asshole this season and with unbelievably ridiculous results. Like an asshole to the point where the cocky level of Colt is shocking. Like this guy's so unattractive. He's such a turd. He lives with his mom. But his confidence level somehow yeah. is through the roof, at least for, for pitching himself to, to people that live in poor countries and want to come to America. And also, let's not forget that Larissa has two children back in Brazil that she has abandoned Called back to her father. I think this is like episode number one of, of the uh, current season. Calls back to Brazil and he's like, uh, Dad, can I have a $5,000? You know, and because she doesn't have a job. And you think, okay, he's like, to pay expenses. No, she just wants to use it on fucking plastic surgery, liposuction, she, beauty treatments. She, she, she did have a lot of plastic surgery and she does look remarkably different in season five than she did in season four. She looks in other seasons. Oh, yeah. Well, she, she, I've seen pictures of her now and she looks even more transformed. I mean, she's got it all done. But anyway, you guys catch so, up on it. So Real. their story, Colt and Larissa, is what he met her like after five days they were engaged I, or something yeah. crazy I think like they that. They met in Mexico or something. Yeah, they met in Mexico. And then and he proposed, she came over. Um, her his mother was ridiculous. What wasn't there like no furniture in the house when she came? There was a lawn chair in the living room, and that's what they sat on to watch TV. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't think so. I remember there's a oh, there's definitely a sure. uh, coin slot machine in the living room. But yeah, she. By the way, Larissa's the end of the show. The clip I use of her going, "All who go against the queen must die." That is Larissa from season four of her being a psychotic bitch, which she is. I mean, Colts a psychopath and he's kind of like a serial killer psychopath, you know, cold and calculating and cruel. Larissa is just an absolute psychopath, self-centered mad woman who can't deal with any sort of challenge to her. Meanwhile, you have Colt calling the cops on her <laughs> like three times. Yeah. And her, I could definitely see her being violent, but I could also see Colt being just a complete bitch and calling the cops on anything like drop of a hat. Yeah. Yeah. And her mom called one time and there was never any evidence of any kind of, injuries that warranted being arrest um, yeah i would think I that if colt ever was attacked he just spin in a circle and let his man tits do the knocking out yeah. just, <laughs> just smack her in the face with those things well the scene when what's colt's uh what's the name of the brazilian girl the new one that he's isn't it jess jess, jess. the scene where he meets her like in a bar in chicago he goes to visit her i guess that's episode two and uh, they're talking about like, oh, you got to teach me how to date a Brazilian. And she's like, okay, to date a Brazilian, uh, first thing you got to kiss on first date and you got to have sex on first date. And Colt's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and he's like, so do you want to go back to my hotel room and have sex? And there's like that awkward pause, like 90 day, you think like someone's going to go the other way. She chugs her beer, 
yeah. and they leave and I assume go and have sex. I don't <laughs> Presumably know. had sex. And I don't he could think of anything else, some sort of double entendre to use, something a little well, more clever. You, you want to go back to. and have a, a drink? Wink, wink. I guess not. I guess you really got to spell it out for these Brazilians. Are Brazilians secretly a, a, a stupid people that we don't know? You really got to lay it on the oh, line no. with them. Well, what's with her glasses? Yeah. She might have the worst gla- looking glasses in the history of TV. I think she's they're, trying they're, to be like, uh, she's trying to combo, combo the redhead from Scooby-Doo with Velma from Scooby-Doo. Is that what the look she's going yeah, for? They're, they're, yeah, they're like cartoon glasses where when the <laughs> cartoon character takes off the glasses, his eye, the eyes go from normal size <laughs> to like just <laughs> slits. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> there's no um, vision. This drunk, you're going back to the dinner with, where he's out with the friends. I love how Colt is, again, Colt is such a fucking asshole, like un, un, the immovable fat object. Yeah. He refuses to go out or let her go out with her friends. And it's like, why? You're meeting this girl in Chicago. Why wouldn't you just shut the fuck up, go out yeah. with her for a few hours with her friends, if for no other reason than to make a good impression on these women who are going to oh, be yeah. influential in her opinion? And also, your odds of having sex more that trip probably uh, encouraged by that because I don't think they had sex the rest of that trip. Well, it was only there for a weekend, I think. And he said they didn't have, she said they didn't have sex that night. Um, And all he was like, he's like, I win. (laughs) Good job. Oh, yeah. She went back to the hotel and she hates you and the friends hate (laughs) you. So that's a good way to kick off the trip. Yep. But at least he probably got a good Chicago hot dog. Um, So moving on, let's, let's get into the other shows. I've got some lying in bed and slowly dying to do. All right. Well, we'll start it with Potomac, I say. Um, there was a part in this show where the, the cast was talking about the trip to the lake house was a chore. And my note was, so is watching this boring ass show. Yeah, fuck, man. It, it was sucks. so, it was like, you think the producers would be like, no, no going to the woods. They were probably like, oh, city girls in the, uh, in the wilderness. It's going to be like that terrible Reese Witherspoon movie, uh, whatever the fuck it was called. Reese Huckleberry, where they take a big city girl and put her in the woods and they fish. Hilarious, because fishing is hilarious. People holding poles and sitting in chairs and not doing anything. How can you get any more entertaining? But uh, there's some good stuff that happened, though. Wendy continues to prove herself to be the biggest piece of shit on the show by far. She has four degrees. Four, four degrees of separation from four degrees of what i didn't see horrible. the show this week oh yeah that's right she, you know she's like a doctorate and whatever 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 but oh, four degrees I, okay. yeah so you know like last episode she wigs out on ashley because ashley had the audacity to bring her baby and then the next day they're sitting around and like they were like you should probably apologize to ashley and i think was it monique or somebody who was talking to her candace and she's like you know, Wendy, you did call her a fake-ass bitch after knowing her for one day. <laughs> and Wendy's like, I will not apologize, as if it's a good thing, as if this is some moral high ground she's taking. Do not apologize for calling a woman a fake-ass bitch she's known for 24 hours because she dared to bring a baby to a lake house. Only fake bitches bring babies to lake houses. Everyone knows that. Maybe, maybe she thinks it's not her baby. She's like, how dare you bring that fake fucking baby in here? She's just, just banging against the wall to prove it's plastic. Well, you were talking about how you thought like the producers didn't produce it enough, this show. Like the trip to the lake house was a bad idea. Sure. I think everything about this show was produced, and that's how boring this cast is just in general. Yeah. But the whole 
trip to the lake house was contrived. Then they had a pancake cook off. Yeah. And wow. Fake beauty Lidl. pageant is like, can this be any worse TV? It was I don't awful. think so. And Candace apparently so. sings the same fucking song at every single event she can. Like, it's like going to the karaoke bar where our buddies used to run karaoke near Los Angeles. And the same chick would show up and sing the exact same song every single week. And she sang it very well. But eventually, if you're there more than two weeks, it becomes sad and pathetic. Is that, I mean, don't like, isn't that normal for people to have like their go-to karaoke songs though? Yeah, songs. <laughs> not, not song. It was literally one song. And that's like, it's like Candace is singing happy birthday because it was Monique's birthday. She chose to spend her birthday, seems absurd, with these horrible women. And is any cast, by the way, of any housewives hated each other more than these fucking chicks? Like, usually some of them kind of like each other. They all hate each other. Hate. Uh, well, I can see it. I, I don't disagree with that, any of them. Because if I was any one of them, I would have hated everyone else, too. Yeah. I mean, no I, matter who I was, I, I would hate everyone else. What I like is Ashley. I think Ashley actually seems pretty sweet to me. I, she's, like, not offensive, spunky. Yeah. She hasn't done anything to annoy me. Well, but she, isn't she the one that's married to the bisexual guy yes well that's a high level teaser for next week because we did not get not get any resolution of that no. this week no so it's like super annoying they, they keep making us watch this show and there's no payoff ever nope i, I i'm desperate to see i mean it's like the suspense was building because at the table they're talking about oh what's michael doing back home she's like oh he went out with the boys and then it went to Sucking they went out had some drinks yeah. <laughs> and the two girls that know about it are like where so, yeah, very entertaining. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, oh, I've made a note that being in the woods is great. So, fuck these idiot women. I love being in the woods, getting drunk. It's fantastic. And also, what the fuck was the chef wearing? Do you see the chef's outfit? It was like a military smock outfitted with his own made-up badges, like he was a Girl Scout. I only listened to this episode. I didn't really watch it, so I didn't oh, notice right. that. Well, you missed the key yeah. visuals. What can I tell you? Yeah, I'm sure. Um, I had, was there a note that Candace was a Miss USA? I guess. Somebody talked about her being in pageants before. I could see that. She's got a tight it little said, body. It did say Miss USA 2013. I was like, what? Really? Seven years that. ago. How old is she now? So how old are like the Miss USA? It's like early 20s, right? Yeah. Yeah, like usually. 30-ish. Something like that, I would guess. Yeah. And I think Robin's ex-husband, soon to be uh, husband again, is a basketball player I know of. Um, Here we go, typing in to find this out. So wait, Robin is is he? Wait, that guy was a basketball player. He is. A, yeah, Juan Dixon. Oh, he I've heard of Juan familiar. Dixon. Hey, yeah, played. What for, did he play for? Miami Heat. Played for the Wizards, and before that, I think he played for Maryland in college. Yep. Well, there so, you go. I'm like, huh, that guy. Why is he what married to Robin? You know what? Robin also is not offensive. I like Robin. Yeah, she's not that attractive, but I guess. No, well, it might, half of that might be the hair. She, uh, she's like, tries to have the most manly haircut she can, and to go along with the somewhat mannish body, it doesn't quite, quite have the package that you want in a woman, but apparently Juan Dixon likes it. So this is kind and of I bet funny. Michael likes it. I bet Michael yeah. would be very into yeah. that look. This is kind of funny for um, Juan Dixon on Google. There's a little blurb on, on the side, and it says, Spouse, Robin Dixon, married 2005 to 2012. Partner, 
Robin Dixon, 2012 to present. <laughs> so he, he's married someone, got divorced, but then they just yep. became partners like immediately. Like, how would you like to get a divorce but not break <laughs> up? Does that sound good? Because that's what we're going to do. Sounds I like figured out how we put the passion back in this marriage. There or something. <laughs> yeah. If we, if we get a divorce, then it's like we're cheating on each other with ourselves. Three points from downtown. And that really brings the spice level way up. Obviously. All right. Anything else on Potomac? Or should we move along? I get, to- yeah. Nothing. All right. Well, what's next? Where do you want to go? Darcy Stacy or below? Denver? I didn't watch Darcy. Did not watch Darcy Stacy. Oh boy. Well, you're missing out on uh, a garbage bag full of hair extensions. That was very exciting to see as Darcy. <laughs> There's such little fucking trolls that Darcy went ice skating with her daughters, and all I can think of is Trolls on Ice, <laughs> the little yes. trolls movie out there, uh, and some some kid skated up to Darcy's daughter. So one daughter's actually attractive and he gave her a rose and she was like, Oh, daughter's like 12. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing creepy like, about that. Tw- well, like 13 and 14. <laughs> well, there's a reason I'm saying this, you fucking assholes. So the one daughter is actually attractive. So a kid skates up and gives Say it her again. a rose, right? And because he likes her daughter and, and she's like, Oh, and, and the daughter looks around and the kid like kind of skates away. And she's not like, thank you, kind boy. She just is like, okay, gets up the ice. And then they show them walking away. The rose is nowhere to be found. So I think she immediately threw it in the garbage, <laughs> which is horrible. The kid's slowly skating to Charlie Brown music now. The rest of the ring. Um, so that was funny. And she should have uh, asked the kid to marry him, like um, Darcy would have done. Obviously, like, I found my soulmate. I thought this. Oh, see, so cringy Georgie, her Bulgarian guy came in, way too good looking and young for. Seems like a nice guy, and then. Funny thing is Darcy and Stacy want to move to Los Angeles, which I laughed out loud at because why would you want to move to LA to become a two when you're at least a Connecticut six and a half? Like why, why move to LA and invite comparisons to good looking people instead of living in the small town that you reside in currently and probably are like upper 10%. That would be a terrible move because they're so short. They're not young. No. And uh, their best days are well, well, well behind them. If they had any best days, the only so, possible I would say maybe Reno would be a good spot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Reno would be a perfect spot. Some sort of backwater Louisiana town, maybe the Pine Barrens outside of Jersey, or uh, what's the uh, what's the real podunk foresty part of Florida? Like the Panhandle. Everglades, yeah, he moved the Everglades. They just from they have the, the white teeth. They can own the Everglades. Well, right. I think so, you should email them and give that suggestion. I'll see if I can convince them. All right, so I guess I guess we're already. This is a very quick episode. We're cutting through. Excellent. All right, so below deck med. All right, this is what I want to say. There should be a show below deck Johnny Damon. That's all. Fuck I want. yeah. I'm impressed with Johnny Damon's insane drunkenness and yet his stick to to stay up drinking until two in the morning, I, which I don't know, might be assisted by some sort of, you know, he didn't appear to be on any, uh, he's a drugs. very peaceful drunk. He doesn't get he in is. fights. He just, I like uh, that when he was trying to hit the ball, hit, what is he hitting rocks <laughs> off the boat? Just missed three times. Then almost fell off the dock. He's like a paddle too. And he kept <laughs> missing. <laughs> Yeah, Johnny Damon was the star of this episode. 
by one million. And I, I just I don't get apparently he's very attractive to his wife. Uh, he wanted her to pee in his mouth on the beach, which was interesting or at the pool party in Ibiza. Just catch that line. Did did yeah. he actually say that, or was he just staring at yeah. her crotch? He was no, both. He said I it. think he was sniffing and staring, and then he was mm-hmm. like, "Pee." Did he say "pee on my face"? Yeah, my he did. I wrote that down in my notes. <laughs> you got now. I now there's a whole world of possibilities that open up that I'm very curious about with Johnny Damon, and I and also, do you think this is just life nonstop for him? Do you think he's just this drunk Absolutely. all the time? Absolutely. He made like a hundred million dollars, I think, just with the Yankees. Yeah. So he's is definitely this like a like an athlete thing where they want to be peed on and shit on, like Odell Beckham Jr. Or oh, that... Odie, how dare Odell you? Odell Beckham likes to be peed on and shit on. I didn't know that. You missed that whole thing. I, that, how did I miss this? What, that where story was, this? was that story was debunked by Odell <laughs> debunked. Beckham. You know, debunked Odell Beckham himself. Like <laughs> he's like, I don't like to be peed on and pooped on. I like to pee on people and poop on people. Check your books and check your sources, man. Is that why he was so mad the one day when he was trying to smash his helmet on the uh, the field goal thing and it hit him in the face with the Giants? Maybe. There were so many good jokes this week. They're like, Odell is now a number two wide receiver. (laughs) (laughs) It's out of the red zone. He's in the yellow zone. All right. So let's talk at the the top of the show, right, about fucking Jess and her heart palpitations. Now, as drinking fellows, (laughs) as we all are, he who has not had heart, heart palpitations, raise your hand. They're not scary. You get them. You're like, that's annoying. You bash yourself in the chest with your fist, and you go about your day. Finish your bloody mare. The only time they're annoying, I used to get them a lot, is when you're trying to go to sleep. And it's super annoying when you're trying to go to sleep, getting heart palpitations. But I don't know. Seems like a huge overreaction. And then she's like, oh, well, I have been drinking coffee all day. There you go. And Malia's like, that was so unbelievably scary. If I see someone clutch their chest, it's like, Malia, shut up fuck up yeah we know we know you want to be bosun boss we don't need you to constantly be reminding us that you're the most first most responsible first most responsible first most responsible <laughs> fucking annoying <laughs> she like tom well, roadie should we tell the tom Ro- have we told the tom roadie story on this podcast i think so what if tom roadie's a listener Amazing that'd be hilarious that'd be. all right real quick so and we were in a fraternity together and uh there's a pledge named tom God knows what happened to him. So I think we never saw him again after this trip. But we take a thing called Bolt, where you all get in a van, all the pledges. You take them in a van, and you drive off to some other school. And where we go? Was it Maryland we went to? No, we went to Ohio State. Oh, okay, Ohio State. So that's, you know, that's a pretty decent drive. Long so, drive. You know, for, yeah, long drive for Penn State to Ohio State. And we're drinking the entire time. So we leave in the morning, but just a bus full of drunks. And Tom's the driver, staying sober the entire time. And I'm riding him the entire fucking ride just really busting his chops and saying horrible things to him and yelling at him and uh it's not just it is literally every single person in the van is yelling at him (laughs) is yelling at tom for 12 hours so we get to ohio state and we finally arrive at the destination and he's having trouble parking or some some stupid shit (laughs) he's telling me like i don't know get your you know do you know how to fucking park a car or were your parents so fucking inbred that they fucked the you know the smart daddy something like that you know yelling from the back and he just goes, he just goes that's it that's it bad enough and he gets out of the car and walks off into the wilderness in the middle of winter and i don't think we saw him again ever 
I don't think we, his parents came and picked him up. <laughs> his parents didn't drive to Ohio to pick him up because we broke him as a human. My, my favorite part about that trip is... Oh, we called him first most same, responsible. Same, same time, we're, we're driving there, and Drew pees in a bottle, goes to put it out the window, holds it out the window, and it goes right back in, right into Jesse's face. <laughs> oh, God. Why, how does somebody not realize that's going to happen? Like you swing your gum out the window one time as a child, you realize what's going to happen with that wind velocity and the uh, the arc. Ah, hilarious! I don't, I don't know that those stories hold up in this day and age. Some people might just listen and say, "Well, you bullied a kid into se- severe depression." Ah, uh, maybe so. But you know what? It was funny at the time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nobody I wasn't got there. Hit. Nobody I got was... hit in our fraternity or forced to do anything yeah. gay. We didn't so. do any weird shit. No, we weren't. We just made fun weird. of each other. Yeah, I think I was uh, kicked out of school that semester, so I didn't get to go. Oh, wah, wah. that's when I was cooking Hooters. All right, so get back to the show. Uh, yeah, we definitely need Drunk Johnny Damon to have his own show. It's like I feel like David Tell, where he just goes to bars and gets fucking hammered out of his mind. That I would watch every night. You know what Johnny Damon doesn't do in retirement? Work out. No. He has quite he had, the gut. He did. <laughs> so that, his line when he was trying to hit the, um, the balls, that I think was, uh, Alex was tossing him up, doing a little soft toss, and he kept swinging and missing. He's like, strike one, strike two. And he's drunk as hell. He could barely talk. He's like, I was the best two-strike hitter in baseball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love Johnny Damon at dinner too. Like I think he I, I can't remember if he sent back his food. He did, he yeah. He's like it's not cooked enough. He didn't even he couldn't he even, can't even see it. He doesn't even he was think he, too drunk. See it. he was too drunk to eat. I didn't want to deal with it. Like I yeah, literally, I think he put it in his mouth. He probably put like a napkin in his mouth and thought it was the food and it fell out because he was just slurry. The captain's trying to engage with conversation. He's just like, Yeah, that is yep. <laughs> Captain yeah, Sandy's like yeah, it, it, would you like yours cooked like mine? She holds it up so you can see it. <laughs> and he's like, I, I don't know. <laughs> but then he kept drinking. Like, oh, yeah. Presumably dinner was at like 9, and they yep. show him at 2 a.m. just pissing off the boat. So yep. he was he's a trooper, man. And then going oh. into the bedroom, he's hes giving his wife the Shaka Bro hang, hang loose sign. And then I heard him always like, He's like, we should have some more kids. Like, yeah, good idea. Good luck with that. <laughs> good luck getting that one. Definitely at that point, like, it's got to be a limp, floppy dick. Oh, yeah. He just so the, the high point of the show, Johnny Damon, the low point, there's no debate here. Rob and Jess, oh. the worst couple of all time. <laughs> so I liked how Aisha just laughs in Jess's fucking stupid face because Jess is asking about boat relationships. And she's like, Oh yeah, I had one, you know, the guy, and like I was pretty into him. And then as soon as we got off the boat, he went back to his ex and she's like, well, did you say I love you? And she's like, no, you're on the boat for like six weeks. <laughs> and then and she's like, you did. And she's like, ah, <laughs> moron. <laughs> so Aisha was pretty good this week. Um, oh. When they went to the club, she's basically like, this whole uh, crew just absolutely sucks. Yep. She just like, I've known them all for a week and I can tell that there's, you know, 90% of them are terrible. And who wants to go? And then, yeah, there's Rob and Jess at the club. Awful. Although Rob had a fun trick with the, uh, Rob's one thing that's interesting about him 
other than the fact he used to be a drug addict, is that he can apparently make a can stick to the palm of his hand and pour it sideways. Yes. Did not see that. Yes, and then that got him in a lot of trouble with Jess for showing that to Aisha. Or Aisha, however the fuck you say that. Because, of course, he's uh, already trying to hit on her. But it's it, Jess's own mind. Yeah. And then they were, what, they were having a conversation at the table. I couldn't even tell what they were arguing about. I Yeah, I was trying to figure that out. I was asking my wife. Because it was like, Rob is talking to Aisha. And then all of a sudden, Jess is talking about going to get T-shirts or something. And then... Rob gets mad at her, and I, I I couldn't figure out why. I couldn't figure out who the fuck was mad at who and for what. But apparently, yeah. it was because Jess was getting jealous that he was talking to Aisha next to him at the same table, mind you. It's not like he's texting his ex girlfriend, you know, behind his, behind her back or anything that she should be upset about. And then she's, I guess, trying to make up for it by talking to Chubby Bear about T-shirts. I, it, none of it made any sense. It was yeah, awful. they're just ter- terrible. I mean, they're terrible together. All they do is fight. And it's not like even the fun kind of fighting where you fight and then, you know, make up. It's just nagging and being annoying. And it sucks. The whole thing sucks. Yeah. But, but also, what was good okay. about their relationship is how much it's affecting Rob's performance at work. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> He's like, I just, I can't, uh, I can't throw any ropes anymore <laughs> what was that? Back. rob tries to throw a rope three fucking times to the dock and three times throws it in the water one time he throws it and hits another boat i don't even know how you would do throwing it straight <laughs> male model arm strength and, and and of course you know uh malia's losing her fucking mind over it but yeah he's like oh this drama is really affecting my work i'm like what you what you, you don't you're a what, janitor you you're a glorified yeah. janitor yeah what you gotta you wipe down windows and put covers on clo- on a fucking like seats malia's like do you understand the consequences i understand one time but two times three times we could have drifted into another boat i'm like there's no other boats around <laughs> no. well, like, but it could happened. i got her point like if you're this incompetent yeah. at the most basic attack did you hear the guy on the dock that who was supposed to get the rope. He's like, what the no. fuck are you doing? <laughs> he's like, I've never seen this before. <laughs> Seriously. Well, it's like I, Rob keeps pulling it up and then it's like, he's not, he's not like wrapping it up. It's like throw, trying to throw a piece of spaghetti without balling it up. He just is trying to throw it, like pushing the rope forward from the middle of the rope. It's like, of course it's not going to go anywhere. You got to ball it up, man. Wrap it around your hand or something. There was one morning where he got up and he was just like standing there doing nothing. And he's like waiting, asking someone to get him a coffee. Oh like yeah. He's a high powered businessman <laughs> getting into the office. And he's like, Rolls up this- late too. Gets in a bit yeah. late, makes out with Jess and then stands there doing nothing. And then Malia came up and he's like, can you get me a coffee? <laughs> awesome, Rob. <laughs> Power move. <laughs> yeah, and by Boats the way, just, just trash from the night before. Yeah, the boat's a wreck, which I, and I guess probably like wiping the salt off too, just to keep it from rusting. But also, I don't think I saw Pete one single time this episode. Oh, he got along with Johnny Damon so well, too. Had to. We were probably uh, he's probably, probably double teaming Johnny Damon's wife, high fiving over her back. I bet they're hanging out right now. Pete's like, I'll pee on you, Johnny. <laughs> Pete's <laughs> probably hooking up. Pete with- will pee on you. Pete's probably hooking up with Aisha and they're not even showing it because they can't show him on TV. Maybe. They, can. they choose not to. 
Yeah, it's ridiculous. But he had literally, I didn't, I don't think I saw his face one single time. Yeah, I think you're right. Like they didn't the even, first time they, I saw him was when they got their tips. I got not when, yeah, at the end when Johnny Damon saying goodbye. I think it's the first time I saw yeah. him. Bad tip, Johnny Damon. 18,000. Yeah. Ooh. I Johnny think that was Damon. the lowest of the uh, season. Terrible, terrible tip. Considering that he's got about, so much fucking money. Yeah, how the fuck does that happen? It's your second time coming on. You just don't give it. He just doesn't give a shit. He just does not care. Yeah, well, I think it's an athlete thing. I, aren't athletes notorious for generally being bad tippers? Yes, like maybe. Pro- maybe because they go to so many. Well, it's probably because they have so much shit taken care for them all the time. Like they're not tipping anybody. The count, I'm sure the team has a valet that takes care of all that shit. So they probably well, don't. They do also it. think like their presence there is a tip. Like I know, but yeah. You know, my wife used to work at a expensive steakhouse in downtown Pittsburgh, and the Steelers would come in. They would tip horribly. Uh oh. And they think it's like, just because they're there, they're gracing you with their presence that they don't need to tip. I hope Ben Roethlisberger was sober those days he visited. (laughs) Probably not. Roethlisberger's (laughs) like, the tip is what I gave that unwilling woman in the bathroom of this restaurant. I'll see you later. Got to go start for a a team. Win some Super Bowls for you. Rape jokes. Talking about how 12-year-olds are attractive. Talking about how you bullied a person to a mental breakdown. Yep. We got a villain on this, this show. This podcast has it all. I'm the Simon Cowell of the show. How are the download so, numbers looking? Are we at a uh, 20,000 yet? Yes. 22,500. Excellent guess. Odie. Excellent guess. All right. So anyway, they go to the club, right? And is putting dumb shit on your face in a beta thing. Or is that just a general club thing that people would do now that I'm not aware of because I'm a bitter old man? I think it was some sort of specific party that okay. weekend. Well, I know it was like Ibiza. the closing summer. They call it like the big club yeah. party was like the closing of the summer party. But then when they went to the club, they put all that dumb shit on their faces too. Mm, I don't know. Could be. And then, oh, going back to the dinner real quick and Rob and Jess, the worst. I like how they start fighting at dinner because Jess remembers somehow meeting Rob years ago and not liking him. And then Rob got extra super Rob butthurt over it. And they then had a huge fight. At was it, it wasn't even medium. It was hearing about him or something. Was that yeah, it like was, she heard a like story? She heard that a, some South African guy was a jerk. Well, and there you go. And it's clearly Alex, Alex had, <laughs> But Alex had met him or something at the time. And then... He had, she apparently pieced together the timeline that he was the one because he had just left like two weeks before they got there. So she's like, I heard you, this guy was a jerk. And Rob's like, well, it only matters about here and now. <laughs> well, he is a jerk. So yeah. if anything, that's very, very accurate. Good remembering, Chubby Bear. Yeah. She knew ahead of time, but then forgot her own wisdom because she has <laughs> Well, can we talk about Chubby Bear finally closing yeah. the deal with the bugs? Good job, is that, Chubster. Is that closing the deal, Odie? Well, you know, for well, Chubby knows? Bear, it's closing the deal. Maybe, yeah, I like how he's just like, goodbye, Frenzo. And I'm like, ah, don't cut your honey pots before they're, uh, they're hatched there, Chubster. Yeah, she'll she'll wake up to tomorrow morning. A- <laughs> Did we kiss? What happened? <laughs> yeah. I need to see a provable blowjob out of this, obviously. And yeah, I need to see if they go back to the same cabin or not. Did we see anything that night? Or not yet. No. I don't even remember how the episode ended. Oh, I guess that mm. ended when Johnny Damon left the boat. Yeah, they, they took no, off. Oh, because they went out after that. Yeah, they went after getting the tips. 
And then I don't think it actually like nothing. I don't think they ever showed them coming back. Pretty short. Didn't yeah, it? I don't think so either. So I guess it, we'll le- see. it left it hanging, left it hanging in the Jess Rob just stupidity of them fighting. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't even remember what this what's going on next week. There's no Johnny Damon to look forward to. Next week is it over? Did they, did they just send the this huge show? fucking tease? I don't remember either. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I must have blanked out again. I was not in my best state anyway watching this shit. I was like half half asleep on the couch. So final not notes. Dedication. Anything else to add to this this low energy episode that it. Uh, had only stories featuring the worst of Brian McWilliams, the worst hits of Brian McWilliams. So this is my plan of attack. I will give Potomac one and one final, maybe half hour. Yeah. Okay. If they do not address the Ashley boyfriend rumors or uh, husband rumors in the first half hour, I'm out unless there's something else entertaining, which I doubt. So then Potomac can go bye-bye. I'm going to, Try to catch completely up with um, the other way. Happily ever or, after. Uh, happily ever after. But the problem is, isn't it? Is the season over yet? Because normally there's only twelve episodes, and then it's, it's a tell-all. Gotta be. I think. I think next episode may be the finale. But then the tell-alls are, are the best yeah, part. Yeah, of the, the show, like reunions and all that kind of shit. Yeah. So maybe we got three weeks of that. Um, there's probably only two more weeks of below deck, and then I guess. Uh, I guess podcast Bradshaw. <laughs> well, October October 11th comes back. We could take a week off, I guess. But October 11th is when The Other Way comes back. And then, I don't know, there's, there's always there's a million fucking things. There's Real Housewives of Salt Lake. Those crazy it's Mormons. Like, is this a joke? I want to know if they're all... Uh, <laughs> would be great if it's the Real Housewives of Salt Lake, but they're all in the same house. That is Not everyone. Mormon-wise. <laughs> that would be entertaining. That would be good. <laughs> You know who is a housewife in Utah is Kalani, although she's not in Salt Lake City. Yeah, that's but true. But she is a housewife, oh, and she yeah. is in Utah. We got to talk about we got to talk about uh, Kalani and Asuelu next week. That fucking piece. This of is shit. my oh, only and his without, family. Oh my god, you haven't even got to his horrible family yet. Oh well, there was a little bit of his family that they're just money grubbing assholes. Oh yeah, it Asuelu, gets so Asuelu's much Asuelu's family. Yeah. Yeah. At, at some point, the grandmother literally says, I don't care about the grandkids. I just care about money. I'm like, wow, sweet old lady. What my wish was is that Kalani's uh, dad could have switched places with Elizabeth's dad, with Elizabeth <laughs> and Andre, and then Kalani's dad butting heads with Andre because Kalani's dad would, would have killed him. Oh, for sure. Um, I can't imagine a person. Andre is the Ma- Moldovian, right? The yeah. Moldovan, yeah. yeah. Is there a person with a bigger sense of self worth that has oh, done less in their life than Andre? No, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. Possible. Pretty amazing. He was kicked Maybe. out of Moldovia, right? Yeah, you. Uh, they, they well, get we don't know that. yet. Yeah, they'll get into that soon. They just addressed that. Like the big secret just came out on the episode that aired this week. He's basically just a terrible person. Hey, it's like yeah. a guy that's a terrible person. What? But he's a terrible person. I hate Libby's family so much more than I hate him, though. They're all the most aggravating, like, rich white trash pieces of fucking shit. I fucking hate them so fucking much. And it's surprising. I mean, it's normally you don't hate an entire family. 
but they are literally all just trying to entrap him yeah. and catch him. In lo- and maybe he's a scumbag, but you would think like one of them might be like, ah, let's give this guy the benefit of the yeah. doubt. But every well, single one of them, the in-laws, the, they all hate He's him. already married. You're married. You already have a kid. Like, what's a, why do you want to ruin his life now and ruin the relationship further? And it's like, they're pretending like they go to Moldova to have this second wedding in Moldova. And they're like, they keep going, we're not getting married unless this is resolved. We don't want them getting married until this is resolved. Like, they're already fucking married, you idiots. What are you talking about? This is like pretend wedding. This is, a, this is like for fun. Morons. What do you, what is, does it erase the other wedding if they don't get married here? No, it's still a wedding. It still happens. You still have the kid. Does the baby go back up in her vagina if you catch Andre in a lie? No. And his dad, Andre's dad is super nice too. Well, yeah, his whole family's so, so far. Maybe that's there why. Was, Maybe they like really kissed his ass and babied him because he's like the only. There was Does a scene. A yeah, I think he has a brother. There was a scene in one of the episodes I watched where Elizabeth's entire family, she like goes to her sister's house and they're all the sisters are in the pool breastfeeding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the weirdest scene on TV I've seen in a while. Yeah, it was very odd. And the one sister's way hotter than the other two. Yeah, Wait. I know who you're talking but about. But they're all equally terrible. Libby's actually the least obnoxious of them, I'd say. But they're all terrible. Yeah, well, right. she's a- well Rico, take us out. Bravo, bing bong. All right, goodbye. See you later, yeah, assholes. Who is that damn queen? We'll die. Respect-